0: Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening!
1: Hey, what's up, friends and family? Guess who is in the house today? DJ Bobby's back!
0: I don't feel like it should be that big of a deal, you guys. It's, uh... Glad I'm glad to be here with you, but I feel like I'm with you all the time when I listen <laughs> with all the with Cappy and Jody and with when Clark when it's just Clark. So I I am glad to be back with you guys, though.
1: And I'm it's sure fun. you're going to be entertained today because we're at our kitchen table, and we not only have four kids now, now we have five that are going to be making noises. And Winnie's here. And a here. dog. And,
0: don't forget about Winnie. And oh, Grandma's never. here
1: too. And Grandma, we have all kinds of creatures and humans <laughs> and animals <laughs> running around this joint, and a fish behind me. All right. So we're diving in. Yay, yay. Just like old time's say precious. It
0: is. It's good. I know. I know. Okay. Mark chapter 11 Mark, is today. Mark Wednesday. Cha- Mark
1: chapter 11 is right. We just
0: right. had Easter.
1: Yeah. Had a good Easter. What, uh, what stood out to you?
0: Well, uh, let's think. I I just love reading in the Gospels, so that's been fun to be back in the Gospels with you guys. But one of the, really the only thing was standing out to me from verse 11, which my Bible is not even there right now, so let me flip there.
1: Uh, I'm going to blame Quinn. I know. She was up here with my phone, laptop, microphones, and your Bible. So
0: Typical. Who knows what we're going to find throughout (laughs) the day. Anyway, it sounds... Amazon purchases. Yeah. No, no. It sounds like this uh, in the NLT. So Jesus came to Jerusalem and went into the temple. After looking around carefully at everything, he left, because it was late in the afternoon. Then he returned to Bethany with the twelve disciples. And then this is verse 12. The next morning, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. (laughs) You guys, verse 11 and verse 12, they don't seem like they have just huge significance here. So
1: you're laughing, (laughs) because Jesus is hungry?
0: Well, I just... I'm hungry. What... Lifted for me was how there's these really simple, mundane things that are all over in the gospels. You know, that Jesus went out, that he prayed by himself, that he was hungry, that he had a conversation with somebody, you know, whatever it might be. In these two verses, it's that he went to the temple and then he left because it was late. And then in verse 12, we know that he was hungry. And it's these things, though, um, that lead him back to you know some kind of a, an important conversation in this case in a, in a conversation about a fig tree because what brought him to the fig tree was you know his hunger potentially anyway and so I know this is a stretch for some of you bear with me what stuck out to me though was how there's ordinary things there's primal instinctual things that happen to us all throughout the day we get hungry we go places we leave places we you know, like basic stuff here you guys uh, but Jesus uses them and They actually are a way that he's led into a moment of teaching, or they're a way that we can experience, you know, Holy Spirit, or they're a way that maybe we can be led into a conversation with someone. You're like, how often do you have to eat a day? Well, you know, unless you're fasting. (laughs) Yeah. Or or unless you're one of our kids who eat 13 times a day and are in our fridge all day long, you probably are going to eat about three times a day. And so and how can we, it, it, what?
1: But P.S., if any of you have any kind of method as to how to lock a refrigerator, please let us know.
0: Right. Adults, well, you know, it's adults, so adults can get in.
1: So adults can get in, <laughs> but basically we can keep Quinn out. That girl, we go um, through bags of snap peas and carrots and, and, and apples. And and ma- cuties. Ma- ma- hey, they're all healthy yeah. things, but Winnie is her best friend. They go sit in the corner yeah, and they pound disappear. fruit and veggies and we're out. So anyways.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes, that's true. If you have any locking
1: mechanisms that allow adults. but Right now I'm thinking chain and padlock might be our best option. But <laughs> everything else I've tried, the kids just rip off. We would lose the key or forget the code. And then, then we'd be in
0: trouble. <laughs> it yeah, chain, chain cutters. Stop it. Guys, the point that I'm trying to make is, those, verses 11 and 12, they're not a big deal. But somehow... The Holy Spirit uses them, and Jesus uses them. Throughout your day, you're going to do stuff that's not a big deal. You're going to be hungry. How can we turn those moments back to the Lord? So for us, actually, uh, we have liturgies. Say
1: hi. Say, Say, God bless you.
0: That's the culprit. She's here. I'm surprised she doesn't already have some kind of snack.
1: Mom's talking. She's talking about doing things throughout the day and how to lock you out of the fridge
0: the, stair. the death stare. Anyway, one of the ways that Clark and I do this um, is we have liturgies that are up by our coffee pot. And it's, um, you know, the liturgy for the morning coffee. And they actually come from this book called Every Moment Holy. And I love the premise of that book, because literally the title speaks to what it does. It, it helps us make everyday moments holy moments, actually. So there's a liturgy for reading a new book. There's a liturgy for, um, you know, the first cup of coffee. There's a liturgy for grieving. There's all these kinds of things liturgy
1: for the fourth cup of coffee. And,
0: and there probably is. I anyway, it's been a gift to me uh, because it's not scripture. This book of liturgies is not scripture, but it leads me back to think of scriptures and to think of how I can invite, um, Holy Spirit and Jesus into those moments with me. Um, throughout the day and so i just saw that in in mark chapter 11 in these couple verses and uh i'm most grateful for that okay come
1: here there we go yeah i've i've learned to appreciate the liturgies that are scattered throughout the house too um we've got one for coffee one for diaper changing one for i forget what else but early morning things and it's really really cool so we uh, invite you to check out those books every moment holy um, what stood out to me is actually picking up on the next couple of verses. In the past, you might have heard me talk about the Markin sandwich, where Mark talks about topic A and then talks about topic B, which coincides with topic A, but then finishes the sandwich and goes back to topic A. And that's what we have here. If you look at verses 12 through 14, it's kind of this odd passage about the, the fig tree. And we've talked about this in previous podcasts, but... Verse 12 begins by saying the next day as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. Then what happens from here is that he goes to the temple. And when he gets there, he gets really frustrated because there's merchants and people selling things and animals and making money. It's a place of revenue. It's a place of business and trade. And he tells them, my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have made it a den of robbers. And that's when Jesus then starts flipping the tables and making a scene. But you notice what happens after this scene is it goes back to the weathered fig tree. Pick it up at verse 20. In the morning, as they went along. They saw that fig tree withered from the roots. And Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. And so there you have Mark and Sandwich. You have fig tree, temple, fig tree. And the point that uh, the Gospels and Jesus are trying to make here is that you can't appear to be one thing and then be another. Mm -hmm. For instance, fig tree. You're blooming as if you're going to have figs. And then I get to you, and there's no figs. And so you're cursed. When you're looking at this illustrious, beautiful temple, it's a place of worship. We're going to meet God there. And you get there, people are selling stuff, making money. There's no prayer. Jesus is saying your appearance is one thing. The way you um, um, kind of reveal yourself to the world and your image is one thing, but your heart is another. And so one of the things that I'm wrestling with as I read this today is um, being authentic and genuine and allowing like the way we live our life to line up with our motivations mm. with our heart with our convictions with our beliefs really um, oftentimes we'll ask people like how you doing and on the outside they give you a thumbs up and a big smile like, yeah right. i'm doing great life is good god is good blessed Woohoo!" and then on the inside there's uh, addictions there's pain there's sin there's just all kinds of of, of, of yeah. messiness that's not submitted to the Lord. And you're like, you're not blessed. Your life's not good. You're putting up this appearance, but it's not okay. In fact, it's going to lead to uh, just devastation and, and problems. Mm-hmm. And so for me, there's a fine line of, one, you're not going to go blast your thoughts and your fears and your questions to the whole world. Sure. And you're also not supposed to be fake. Mm-hmm. And so finding this balance of being authentic and mm-hmm. genuine and finding the right place, the appropriate time mm-hmm. to be real with, you know, your small group, your inner mm-hmm. circle, your best friend, your accountability partner. So then who you are on Friday night always yeah. matches with who you are on Sunday morning. And you, again, will hear us say that when we do baptisms or we do partner mission at church. But the Lord's calling us to be a consistent people, faithful people. And the way we present ourselves again should line up. Oh, thank you for that Pez wrapper. Um, should line up with you know our motivation, our walk with the Lord. And at the end of the day, God knows our heart. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like even when it comes to just following Jesus, period, those should line up. But especially at leadership for us at Emmanuel, um, we're wanting to be people of integrity. James talks about how like teachers are going to be held to a higher standard. And I was just Mm -hmm. talking to Pastor Johnny. We're just wanting to make sure, like, for instance, when it comes to our worship teams, we're talking through, like, our idea and our standard for leadership at Emmanuel. When it comes to our Instagram accounts and our Twitter Mm -hmm. accounts and our social media, our posts, like, Mm -hmm. is what we're posting and tweeting when people see you on Sunday, are those helping them grow in the Lord? Mm -hmm. Are you encouraging them in their walk or is it a distraction? Because if it's a distraction, then we got to have a pro. We're gonna have a have a yeah. conversation, and someone might need to step down from singing potentially, or if ever it was a preacher or a small group leader or whatever. And and that's not to be, you know, a, a party fun killer here. It's it's actually just to say we're protecting the church, and we want, you know, who people see us to be on the weekends to be who we are on Sunday mornings, and that's what Paul uh, Mark's getting at here with the Mark and Sandwich. So. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I think of Ananias and Sapphira too in Acts five. What? What do you mean? Well, they they wanted to appear one way, but were doing another. That's when they were they sold like their property, and they went to the disciples and told them like, "Here's all of our money from selling the field. You can have it and go give it to the poor. We're really holy people." Blah blah right. blah. And then come to find out, they kept a portion of it for themselves, and those people get struck down dead. Mm. It's like. They're appearing one way like, hey, we're so great. It's fig season. And you get there and there's no figs. Or the temple's the spiritual place. And then, mm. and then um, wait, they're selling stuff in there? So just trying to line it up.
0: Yeah, totally. I think that speaks to just the unsustainability of it. Like, that's why, I think that's one of the reasons why Like, we're talking about this on the heels of the triumphal entry when you, it's kind of a reversal there because you see Jesus coming in as this, oh, oh my goodness you guys. Quinn is trying to push I gotta,
1: mute on our microphones you
0: get out of here you see Jesus coming in as his authentic, true you know, humble self and the people are crying out and they're saying, praise God, you know, he's here okay, anyway and I just feel like that's, a, that's an encouragement like right before this in chapter 10 too, we read about, um the how Wanna jesus drink? was serving and <laughs> <Have a drink. laughs> come here do you have something to say
1: so don't push See? a button you know say bye-bye okay
0: no you guys well you know where i was going and if you don't continue to read mark 10 <laughs> <laughs> holy spirit will lead you i know he right. will. we're
1: wrapping up this podcast yeah okay. courtesy 20, of quinn
0: do you have anything to say no say
1: god bless you no no say no. bye-bye
0: say stay out of the fridge <laughs>
1: No snap peas for you. All right. Hey, friends, thanks for listening. We love you all. God bless you, and have a great Wednesday.
0: The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have
1: a great day.